Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That's what day it is, and Big Balls are here to talk with you guys about wrestling. Tuesday mania. Yes, as the Big Balls are ready to rumble and stumble through uh, another great episode. I like that. That was yeah. really good. I'm going to pick up the rhyme and slack. Yeah, no, you snapped. Damn, two rhymes. Sheesh. You should get a medal. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Tuesday. It's an odd day for us to be, you know, podcasting. But good news, two episodes for our fans in one week. Yeah. We're going to podcast today, and we're going to also podcast on our typical, you know, Thursday. Yep. We are, uh, we were late this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week now. Last week now. We, we should have should have potted Thursday. I don't, I don't really remember why we didn't. Yeah. Things have been tipsy-turvy here at the Big Balls Manor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been a whole thing. It's been a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll tell you guys on another podcast. Yeah, that's for a different <laughs> podcast, though. We're here to just just talk about some some good old fashioned wrestling. Yeah, some good old fashioned wrestling. And uh, oh, sorry, sorry, didn't mean to step on you. There. I was just gonna say it's my favorite thing. Yeah, I mean it's the best thing, best thing in life right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, what you said. <laughs> but. Uh, like last week, we're going to do the whole segment thing. Yeah. Let's kick it off with our favorite segment so far. It's the new normal. Yeah, the new normal. <laughs> our uh, favorite segment so far, the uh, pop culture wrestler of the week. Ooh. This is your segment. So. Yeah. Whew. That's, dang, that's Unless tough. you want to save that for last. No, I will. I will come out with my comparison. And I was debating on saving this comparison, you know, I was kind of hoping we could ease into it, because I feel like this is the most controversial opinion to date. But, Darby Allen, great wrestler, awesome wrestler, he is the Jackie Chan of... The Jackie Chan. Yeah. I went in a completely different direction in my head the second you said Darby Allen. Where were you going? Steve-O? Yeah, I can definitely see that too. But he's sober. Yeah, I guess sober. He's like the anti Stevo. Yeah, yeah, because he. I feel like in a in a different time, he definitely. If he was born like twenty, thirty years earlier, he would definitely be on Jackass. Yeah, because he is. I mean, he is a Jackass. He's not medically cleared. And he's just jumping off of ladders on skateboards. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, freaking. I was thinking the Jackie Chan because Jackie Chan, you know, does all his own stunts. Uh, you know, always freaking kills it in a fight. Just an absolute animal. Darby Allen does all his own stunts. I fuck with that. I like that. I like that one a lot. Yeah, always doing the most. Yeah, you can lock that one in as well, I guess. Dude, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on the anti steve I think that was... I didn't even think of the concept of anti-celebrities. Yeah, yeah that's... That's a whole nother thing, I guess. But, no, I definitely do think Darby Allen would be a part of the Jackass crew, especially with all the stories that I've heard him tell on podcasts. Yeah, like that whole uh, TLC thing where he was, like, an extra on TLC, like a TLC show, essentially. On uh, Sex Sent Me to the ER? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The one you were showing me. I mean, he he wasn't an extra. Well, like, what I told his story or whatever. Yeah, he made up a whole story, um... About like how he was banging an old lady in the woods, and they rolled over onto a bee's nest. Um, and he got stung in his butt or something like that. Yeah, and it was weird because Darby Allen was on it. He got paid eight hundred bucks. Uh, a, little, a little weird, but I mean, he's also like on podcasts. He's told people to stick their hand in like a toilet that hasn't flushed for like three weeks or something for like five bucks. Like, he kind of takes advantage of homeless people sometimes. Yeah. At least that's what he said in his podcast. That's messed up. I, uh, on the uh, Shot of Brandy episode, I think with Priscilla Kelly. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe it's the one with Darby Allen, whichever one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about the story of their first date. And oh, gosh. him, like, wiping his butt with a, the hottest wing available at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Weird-ass story, but just like I said earlier this week texting, that Darby mm-hmm. Allen's just the most random wrestler of all time yeah super just random pops up everywhere yeah and he's probably gonna continue to just popping up everywhere yeah I hope that he is a playable character on uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake yeah if he's I, not I'm gonna be pissed yeah me too I might not even buy it yeah but that was the celeb pop culture 
segment of the week. Yeah. Thank you very much. We need some like intro and outro music <laughs> next week. Yeah. I need to go to work on that. <laughs> uh, next up, wrestling rumors of the week. There's a lot of them because we are so late in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you know that is new or noteworthy? Um. Well, I guess the biggest news in the AEW sphere that I've seen is uh, Chris Statlander tore her Achilles. Yeah, big rip. Yeah, or her ACL. ACL, I think. Yeah, which, yeah, super big rip. She did it while jumping out of the ring against Kip Sabian. Super big rip because she was, I mean, she was really going to be red hot. feel like they were building to her versus Britt Baker, her versus Sheeta. They could do so much with her, but now they can't. Yeah, no, she's sat down for a bit, and that's a big hole to fill in the women's division, I two, think. Two of the biggest stars in... The women's division in AW are now sidelined. Yeah. I, I, do you think they're going to do something similar with Chris Statlander where she's going to be, like, literally on the sidelines like Britt Baker has been in the past few weeks? I hope uh, Chris Statlander goes back to her home planet and heals up. Yeah. And I hope we get, like, vignettes with that. Yeah. I think that would be so freaking funny. That would be amazing, actually, yeah. Yeah, she does need to heal up. Yeah. She's a big star. Yeah. She's great. She's great in the ring. She's just... A little too reckless sometimes. Yeah. She is uh, also on the <coughs> AEW, what, what's the podcast called? Un- Unrestricted. Unrestricted podcast mm-hmm. with Tony Schiavone and... Uh, Aubrey Edwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, the uh, I haven't heard it yet, but the story I saw while looking up some news was that uh, Kenny Omega banned her from doing the 450. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that she could do the 450. She says she does it all the time. She's only messed it up twice. Dang, and how'd she mess it up? Like what she just like over rotating and hitting her face. Oh damn. Yeah. Common mistake doing the four fifty. Yeah. Yeah, no, it seems like Sammy does that sometimes whenever he hits the four fifty, he'll just be like, Oh gosh. Yeah. They love the four fifty in their AEW though. They do. I love it. Yeah. I love the four fifty. It's one of my favorite moves. It's really sick. Yeah, especially when done right. I would go crazy if Chris Statlander did. Hit a 450. Yeah. That would be crazy. Maybe she will at one point. Maybe on her comeback. Her big comeback. Hopefully. Hopefully. Just practices 450s all day. It's her only move set. Yeah, let me only, see. Only move. Uh, other sad injury news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edge tore his tricep. Yeah, just... Backlash. Was it just one or both? From what I've seen, it's just one. What? And I'm confused. Was that match pre-taped? Yes. What? And he injured himself on a reshoot. Like, on a reshoot? Yeah, like they redid one of the spots. Oh my gosh. And that's when he injured himself, is what I've heard. Dang, dude, you can't redo a spot. and That's not wrestling, then. No, yeah. wonder, no wonder I didn't like the match. I heard it was amazing. Eh, nah. It was... I saw people giving it five stars. I think that's just because of the story, you know, with Randy Orton and Edge... But overall, I thought the match was too long, again, which is what the last match suffered from. And, I mean, it was pretty freaking boring. Personally, I'm still on a WWE boycott, Mm -hmm. low-key. I watched NXT, and I watched a little bit of Raw, Mm -hmm. but I'm not watching pay-per-views because they're pretty (coughs) trash lately. Yeah, it was trash. Another shitty thing that happened during the pay-per-view, way worse than the greatest wrestling match of all time, Randy Orton versus Edge. Uh, the co-main event was the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits. Yep. And I don't know if you saw anything about this. I only With caught... the, like, the ninjas? Yeah. And the Kira Tozawa? Yeah. I think it's so funny. I mean, there's ninjas. There was, uh, like, flashbacks. They were running on a roof, and then, like, there was tentacles inside of some trash can that they were in. Uh, they never actually had a match. It was just... A weird, weird vignette that was too long, underproduced. Like, when you're going to do something like that, especially when you have WWE money, like, it should look good, but it it was definitely the worst pre-shot, uh, pre-taped match, quote-unquote match, that WWE has done all year. Damn. In my opinion. Because I really, I really, really enjoyed uh, Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank was good. Um, I thought the Adam Cole, <coughs> oh, you. I thought the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream Match kind of stunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And uh, Firefly Funhouse was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The Graveyard Match was 
alright. I liked it. Some people loved it. But what else has there been? The Stadium Stampede, better than all of them. Mm-hmm. But the the Street Par- Profits Viking Raiders was worse than all of them. Damn. Yeah. Freaking, at one point, uh, one of the Viking Raiders, like, force-grabbed a, uh, like, turkey leg. It's kind of sick. Like, he threw it, and then he was just, like, had his hand out, and then, like, the turkey leg came back like to him. Like, he's Thor, and the turkey leg is the hammer. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Yeah. It was, uh... And I really like Akira Tozawa. D- dude, his spot stunk. Damn. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, no, the whole thing absolutely stunk. And I'm pretty sure the ninja was like Titus O'Neil. The big one? Yeah. No, nah, he was like some uh, NXT trainee. Because uh, it was like 7'2 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, because they definitely didn't do a good job of showing him that it was 7'2. It just all looked like camera tricks. Yeah, he was, on, uh, he was on Raw this week, and he was like as tall as the ring standing on the outside of it. That sounds impossible. Look it up? Yeah, no, I have to. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, other things, oh yeah, some some WWE trash talk. Uh-huh. Uh, have you heard that they banned masks at their shows? They did. That's what the internet has been saying. Ah, uh, internet's been a buzz about it. Huh? What's the point of that? Why are they banning masks? They said I don't know. I guess it's probably like a Vince thing that it doesn't look good. Huh? But on a similar note, they have a confirmed case. Somebody in the crowd had a confirmed case of Corona. Oh, it was someone the most in the recent crowd? tapings, yeah. It wasn't a wrestler? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a wrestler, but they were in the crowd, like an NXT uh-huh. performance center trainee person. Yeah. Ho- hopefully it wasn't uh, uh, that new guy who was, like, stalking the Undisputed Era during their match. Yeah, I don't think it was, but I hate that guy. Um, don't even know his name. Something Shaw, I think. Yeah, that sounds Creep. right. Creep kidnapper dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, he was in the crowd uh, last week, like just stalking the <clears throat> Undisputed Era, just like showing up, and then yeah. Undisputed Era would look away, and then he'd be gone. And they was... had to imagine Adam Cole beat the shit out of him later that night. Oh damn. And then uh, Scarlet Killer or Carrying Cross's manager came uh-huh. and put a like big sand dial clock. What, hourglass? Uh-huh. That's the, that's the uh-huh. word I'm looking for. Big hourglass. Like, it was really cool. On top of him? No, like, in the ring in front of Adam Cole. Huh. Oh, because his time is coming? Yeah. Cool. TikTok. That's cool. As he likes to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Paul Heyman got fired. He got fired? He got removed from his backstage duties. But he's still going to be working on developing talent? Or no, he's just he's just uh, focusing on his in-ring yeah. career. He'll just be Brock Lesnar's manager again, supposedly. Hmm. And uh, supposedly had heat with AJ Styles. Dang. Yeah. What was his supposed heat with AJ Styles about? Uh, just because uh, Gallows and Anderson getting released, and then uh, apparently the locker room doesn't like that... Uh, or makes fun of AJ for being a conspiracy theorist or something like that. <laughs> Dang. So she's getting, like, fed up with everybody. That's why he went to SmackDown or something like that. Um, I heard that CM Punk and AJ Styles actually have some beef. I saw that, too. With each other, because uh, AJ Styles, I think, said something about gay people or something. And he also isn't saying Black Lives Matter. So CM Punk is just like, fuck you. Like, you're... If you're not... A, with us, you're against us. Yeah, like, if you're not saying anything, you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, man, AJ Styles' excuse, or in his defense, I guess, he is from where, like, Georgia? Yeah. Like the deep south in Georgia. He's a good old Christian boy, and he's pretty conservative. Uh, Super conservative. So, I mean, he probably has some ignorant views when it comes to, you know, a man and a man getting yeah. married and all that but that's not what this podcast is about yeah it's about wrestling and i think cm punk versus aj styles would be a crazy match it would be a really crazy match if cm punk still had it which he probably who knows both of them in their prime do you think that ever happened i don't know i don't know if they ever crossed cross paths i don't think they did hmm yeah because cm punk he was ecw and then he was wwe right yeah he was like he had a brief run in TNA, but I don't think he ever fought AJ. Okay. Maybe he did once, but uh, I don't think AJ was anything at that point. Like I think that was probably like two thousand four ish. 
Dang. If anything. Yeah. And then CM Punk went to ECW WWE. And then just WWE. I'm looking up AJ Styles versus CM Punk to see if they have had any actual matches. Yeah, but then, I mean, CM Punk left WWE and didn't come back to wrestling. I'm sure like that's when we would have seen Punk versus Styles as if Punk would have went to the indies again. I look, look, yeah, it looks like here they uh, did have a match, but it was way back in the day when CM Punk had long hair and uh, AJ Styles had like short hair. I don't know if that's a Photoshop picture. Where, where though? Just an indie show? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's because I mean the only thing I can find is uh, you know, stuff about their feud right now. So, I mean, yeah. that's just like one of the pictures they use for the feud. Damn. Um, but to further on this. AJ Styles responds to CM Punk calling him out for staying silent about racial issues. Says he doesn't respect Punk at all. Yikes. And this is, uh, this is CM Punk's actual quote. A lot of people snitching on themselves. When people tell you who they are, believe it. It might be unfortunate and disappointing if you're a fan of that person or if, you're gra- or if it's your grandmother, but fuck them. Goodbye. I yield my time. Fuck you. And then, uh... AJ Styles responded with, I will not react at all, coming from a guy that I don't have any respect for. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. Look, my job as a performer is to perform and get the mind off all the things that have happened throughout the world. I'm not going to react to people saying ridiculous and stupid things. And then uh, his final quote that they have here, there are a lot of great performers, but there is something about Brian which you enjoy. I would place, uh, he's just saying Daniel Bryan's the best ever. Damn. Which he is, big facts. Yeah, true. But sounds like AJ Styles might just be digging himself a deeper hole. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Tough. Tough to get called out like that. Phenomenal! <laughs> uh, that's all I have for news. Oh, the Firefly Funhouse comes back on Friday. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, that's pretty awesome. What are they... What was the last thing Bray did? Uh, he, he lost, lost. Braun. Yeah, he lost to Braun. But the Fiend didn't lose to Braun yet, so. Yeah. Well, yet. Sick. Yet. And what? what's going on? Yet. Do you know what's going on with Braun and uh, uh, R-Truth? I didn't know there was anything going on with Braun and R-Truth. Yeah, like the closing picture on... Uh, on Raw last night was like our truth and Braun like both holding up their belts. Drew. Oh yeah, Drew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a tag team match last night. It was. Oh, wait, so there, so it was something going on with Drew and. Dude, sorry, I don't watch. It was like the, Coco main, I think. No, it was like the co main. Hmm. Uh, Drew and our truth had a WWE Championship tag team match. Oh. Drew's title was on the line only. Against MVP and Bobby Lashley. Oh, dang. They drew, obviously, one. Yeah. Dang, well, sick. Yeah. That was before, I guess, big news. Christian returned. Mm-hmm. Had a quote-unquote match with Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Really got punched in the dick by Ric Flair. The nature boy. And then kicked in the head by Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Easy one, two, three. Yeah, and then got carried out in a stretcher. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, big rib Christian. He will not be coming back. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was it. That was it. But what, what's next for Orton? I mean, just beat Edge. He just uh, beat Christian. I think he's gonna go on the run of his life. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be. Done. I think he's gonna beat Drew for the championship. Oh. That'd be cool. Yeah, before the Royal Rumble. Wow. But who's he beat before that? Anybody else they put in his way. I think maybe he'll be the one to retire Taker. I'd be super cool with that. Yeah, because, right, I mean, right now, I mean, when he came out, he was the freaking legend killer. And then now, like, he's kind of reprising He was talking a lot about killing the legend of Christian last night. Yeah, he, I mean, he fucking killed the legend of Edge. He, yeah. Maybe he retired uh, Triple H at SummerSlam or something. Yeah, just retires a whole bunch of people. That'd be sick. But I think he could... Put on a good match with Taker. Maybe. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. Because Orton is super sick. Yeah, no wonder freaking uh, AJ Styles and uh, Undertaker, like, were so willing to work with each other since they both probably have, like, the same political views. I don't know. It's just a random thought I just had. Not the Undertaker <laughs> and Styles, but 
Mark Calloway and whatever AJ Styles K or shoot name is. Shoot, I don't even know. Maybe it's AJ Styles. I think it's Allen. Yeah, because they always call him Gallows and Anderson always call him Uncle Allen. So it's Allen something. Ah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Looks like an Allen Loki. Yeah. If he had like Nah, he looks way cooler with short hair. I don't know. I miss the old AJ Styles. Big rip. But the good things in wrestling are to come now. Mm -hmm. We're on to segment three. Yes. Our AEW slash fantasy weekly wrap up Mm -hmm. review. Yes. Go over. Yes. I thought last week's episode of AEW was amazing. Was phenomenal to do a good segue. Yeah, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Bravo. Yeah. Um, first match of the night, FTR debuted, mm-hmm. beat the Butcher and the Blade in a really, really like tough match. Yeah, really good match. Like, yeah, tough looking. Yeah, no, a very, very strong style match. Uh, like they were just boys hitting each other real hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what that match was. Um, when like at the beginning when they were locking up and going to the going to the clinch in the corners and everything, like oh my gosh, dude! It, I mean that looked like it fucking hurt. They're just like get off of me, get yeah. off of me. I was like, the yeah, this match was that match was awesome. I am a big fan of the butcher lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, dude. I I do like I, I do like the butcher and the blade as well. Uh, yeah, I like the blade, but I like the butcher a lot more. I like that they were back to, you know, like they were in their ring gear again. Yeah. It, was, it was nice to see them in their ring gear instead of that hipster clothes. Yeah, but the hipster clothes kind of works for them because I mean, even the bunnies kind of dress in like a normal. Well, I mean, she's not the bunny anymore. She still is the bunny. Rip bunny? No, they haven't called her the bunny in a long time. She's she's still the bunny. They, they called bunny. her the bunny on BTE. They shouldn't have. Yeah, they they said uh, FTR versus BBB. BBB. She wasn't even out there though. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, but I I I just feel like this is gonna be a long setup for Butcher and the Blade versus the Natural Nightmares. Because I think at some point Ali's just gonna be like, you're. a fucking idiot Turn QT back to butchering the blade yeah like QT how did you not know I'm married yeah she's married the to the blade <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's, you uh, idiot QT yeah. like I'm literally married to this guy you thought that I was here to help you no I came in to tear you guys apart yeah I'm yeah. just gonna cheat on my husband on national television yeah. in the same locker room he's in yeah like come on QT use your fucking head and I think we're hopefully tonight on dark we'll get some uh uh, furthering of that story because we're getting a Brandy and uh, Ali tag team match. Yeah. Quick segue or not segue interruption. I really like what they've been doing with Dark lately. Yeah. It feels like a like whole show lately. Just and there's like build up and promos and interweaving segments and it's really beautiful. I feel like lately. there's way less promos though. Um, like it's it's like AEW. With way less promos and like a smaller budget, basically. Yeah. But I, I do really, really enjoy it too. A lot of squashes, which I, it's it's fun to watch squashes on YouTube. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, I, I, I think the what they have going with Dark is, I mean, yeah, great, great. Yeah. Thing. Like I love watching wrestling on Tuesdays and all that. Sh- yeah, I love Dark. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Dark. Uh, but after the FTR match, the Bucks and the Hung Lovers came out. Mm-hmm. Hangman drinking some whiskey. Yep. On did you watch BTE yet? Yes. Yeah, you could kind of hear what they were like saying to each other in the in the ring. Dang, I didn't pay enough attention then. Yeah, no, nah, they um, cause they like it was shooting from like the ringside or whatever, and you can definitely hear what like uh, the hung lovers are saying, what FTR is saying, what the Bucks are saying. So damn, I'm gonna have to rewatch now. Yeah. Just, Little stuff. Damn. Just, just talking shit. But then uh. Penelope Ford and Nyla Rose beat Chris Statlander and Takara Shida. Yeah, that was a crazy match. Uh, probably my spot of the night. Like, in my opinion, my favorite spot of the night. Uh, Nyla Rose hit, like, the double guillotine. I don't even know what that is called, where she hits the flying leg off the top rope. Yeah. I don't know what she calls it either, but yeah. it's pretty fire. Yeah, but she hit a double one to Statlander and Shida, and I, it just looked absolutely vicious. They yeah, sold it, it so great. Uh... This is the match where Statlander tore her ACL. Yeah, when yeah. she was diving out to get Kip. Yeah, her got Kip. points for Statlander tearing her ACL. I feel like this is this was um, the biggest 
upset of the night because I mean Karashita and Chris Statlander you would would have expected Hikarashita get the pin on or Statlander to take yeah. the pin. Yeah. Yeah. But Hikarashita got pinned by Penelope. You, you think that was a you think that was a swerve? I was just about to say maybe it was yeah, because audible. Statlander got injured. But I think it's a nice little thread because Penelope Ford's been kicking ass lately. Mm-hmm. So she pinned the champion. That's a lot of bragging rights. Yeah. No, I I don't personally I don't think it was I, I think that's how the match was supposed to go. I hope so. Uh, I hope they have that much faith in Penelope Ford. Yeah, was for Sheeta to take the pin. Um, I just, what are they going to do with Nyla Rose? That's the question. She's kind of the odd girl out right now. Because yeah. she definitely deserves to be in the title picture, but I feel like they're also trying to move on from her. Yeah. And every other woman kind of has a... Is either injured or has something going. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe she's gonna have a match with Anna J. Uh, I was gonna say maybe we get somebody new debuting. Dang. Well, Anna J is making her dynamite debut yeah. tomorrow, so yeah, maybe it is Anna J. Maybe mm-hmm. it's somebody super crazy. Who knows? Maybe uh, Awesome Kong's ready to come back. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see. They, um, got, they gotta find someone though. Yeah. Next up was the best friends beating the inner circle. Best friends and OC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Beating Jake Hagar and Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, and uh, that was a crazy match too. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy did his thing. Trent did his thing. Like everybody was snapping. Uh, got quite T. a few points from this match. Yeah, I did too. I got fourteen points from Orange Cassidy, and in the last match, I actually got nine points from uh, Nyla Rose. Oh yeah, I, th- I forgot we we did points. I think I got quite a few from Penelope winning. Yeah. But yeah, I got nine from Nyland. I got fourteen from OC, which I was you know pretty pretty excited about. OC came out, hit all his moves. Uh, actually pinned, I think he pinned Ortiz. Or I think it was Santana. Nah, I, it was one of them. But yeah. still, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty got sure it. it was Ortiz. But yeah, Big he got dub. the got the dub. But right before he got the pin, um, it looked like there was a botch, freaking. Uh, Santana went for a uh, stinger splash or something like it, you know, just like the a t- cannonball and like kicked him in the face. Yeah, yeah, kicked him in the face afterwards, and you know later when it showed OC bleeding out of the ear when he's getting jumped by Chris Jericho and everybody, whew, that was tough yeah. to watch, man. It was tough to watch OC getting jumped so hard again. Yeah, getting Got hit with a sack of oranges. Like at least the thirty pound sack of oranges. Was, uh, I think there were. I don't even know. They're like blood oranges or something is yeah. what they kept saying. So they, they were blood oranges, or blood oranges, and they were just... They made them bleed. They were juicing the blood oranges on Orange Cassidy's unconscious body. It was really disturbing. Yeah. Like, if I were a little kid watching that, I would definitely have been traumatized. Yeah. I hope uh, if Chris Jericho and OC ever have a match, I hope Jericho at one point, like... Or starts pouring orange juice on him uh-huh. and then gets some in his mouth and OC like hulks up. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be sick. I, uh, incredible. Yeah. On a, on a side note, I just wanted to... Actually, I'll, I'll wait till after this segment. Alright, alright. Um, next match. Oh yeah, Sammy beat Colt. Mm-hmm. That was a great match. I got yeah. 13 points from Sammy. Uh, after... Sorry. After the match, everybody from the Dark Order came out and just gave Colt a handshake. And then they Colt, gave him a hand. Yeah, he gave him a hand, and Colt followed him to backstage. And later in the night, it's actually shown that he went into Mr. Brody Lee's locker room. Yeah, so Colt might be joining the Dark Order. Yeah. You had a great theory on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, man, I'm... Forgetting the name right now. It's not my theory. I saw it, you know. Um, oh, you saw it on online? On, on the interwebs. Well, that, uh, this is going to lead to the uh, debut of Matt Classic. Yeah. Who good. is not Colt Cabana. Yeah, it's. But. Colt Cabana with the mask. It's not Colt Cabana. It's not. It's not. But it is Colt Cabana with the mask. No, it's, it's not, it's not Colt, Colt Cabana. It's not Colt Cabana. <laughs> it's Matt Classic. Colt. He happens to wear a mask. You know, Matt Classic spelled backwards is uh, Colt Cabana. <laughs> it's not Colt Cabana. All right. Well, All right. even, even uh, 
or afterwards, after, you know, Colt left backstage and that whole production of Mr. Brody Lee and everybody coming out, Matt Hardy came out, and I got some points from him. I respect you, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. That's actually a good impression. And then Matt Hardy just walked into the room. Did he just take over your body, your vessel? My vessel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got seven points from Matt Hardy. All those changes? Yeah. He had one more change later in the night, and he also hit a... Uh, twist of fate but yeah Matt Hardy went absolutely ballistic in, in a crazy way like he said Matt or he said Sammy I respect you and then he tilt his head over and kind of shake a little bit and then look back up and be like ah, ah, ah. That was, it was every time like Sammy said some sort of trigger word yeah would like hit that little convulsion and then eventually ended up becoming Damascus and chasing Sammy out of the ring right mm-hmm. yeah. fucking Damascus is a crazy guy yeah and to further this storyline, because um, the week before, after Matt Hardy was talking, you know, to the private party, which is now the Hardy party, oh, he, party. he ran into um, Hardy party. Matt ran into Sammy G backstage and he said, "Don't worry, man. I don't have any problems with you. We're good. Yeah, we're good." And they left, and then uh, you know this whole debacle happened last night, and he actually ended up hitting freaking Sammy G with a twist of fate later in the night. Yeah, horrible. But to further the story, uh, Sammy G and Chris Jericho are having, the La Sex Gods are having a match against the best friends for the number one contendership because the best friends want revenge for OC. Yep. Um, but Sammy G posted about that match, and then Matt Hardy was like, I'll be watching this much closer than you know, Sammy. Closer than you'll ever know. And Sammy was just like, What the hell does that even mean? So, yeah, Matt Hardy does something. It does something. He has to. Yeah. Always has to do something. Yeah. And then the uh, the main event of the night. Well, what happened before the main event was Mox gave a promo. I forgot about Mox. Out in the parking lot, Taz came up, got into Mox's face, and then Brian Cage comes running out of nowhere and just beats the shit out of Moxley, throws him into a uh, into a car. Yeah. Breaks like the back window of a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went him. Yeah. I thought that was awesome, and I got four points for Brian Cage. You think Brian Cage is going to beat him at Fighter Fest? I hope so, but I don't think so. I hope not. I, I, I enjoy Brian Cage and Taz as the manager, and I just don't know what they would do with Brian Cage after he loses. Darby Allen's still out there. Mm, true, true. True. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But now, the main event. Mm-hmm. Your favorite wrestler, Cody. Uh, yeah. Defended his TNT championship against Mark One. Which was a crazy match. It was a really good match. Cody Rhodes furthering his descendants into the heel, the biggest heel in the world. Yeah, he was shitting on Mark One's injured leg all match. Mm-hmm. And then had the big pyro celebration afterwards again. Yeah, big Everybody pyro celebration upset. before. Yeah, everybody just kept getting upset. Mm-hmm. But I really love Cody Rhodes. He is my MVP thus far. My man has 51 total points. We, we still don't know who he's going to be facing uh, tomorrow. Which I'm excited about finally. Finally, it's a mystery. I like mm-hmm. that. I, I'm thinking it's going to be a squash next week. Uh, I think it's going to be like Michael Nakazawa or someone's going to come out. You know how old it is? Pop. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who who is he calling out in his last promo? The one from uh, uh, All In? Well, I don't know. Well, or um, Double or Nothing, I mean. Was it last night or the night before? Or the, oh, it was after the Mark Quinn match, wasn't it, when he Jake Hagar comes out and all that? Yeah. So Jake Hagar versus Cody. Or whoever's the champ. Whoever's the champ uh, at Fighter Fest for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Got announced. Yeah, but we still don't know who's going to be fighting next week. And what I was thinking would be cool is what if uh, what if uh, freaking the Inner Circle at Fighter Fest, like they just get all the belts. That'd be like, crazy. Like they win tomorrow night against the best friends and then they get uh, the belts over the Hung Lovers. Uh, Jake Hagar gets the TNT belt. Like, it'd just be crazy. Inner Circle would back to being dominant. Yeah, they just need the world title. Yeah. And that's That'd be fun to see Le Chapeon once again. Yeah. Or Sammy. No, 
Not yet. All right, and then maybe that'll be the reason why Santana and Ortiz leave. That would be cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff they can do. Yeah, there is. That was uh, AEW. What are your total, or do you know your total from this week? Yeah, my total, like how many points did I get this week? Or just your total total. My total total. So I got one point from the Hunglovers because they came out, you know, drinking. Uh, Hell yeah. Got seven points from Matt Hardy, four points from Brian Cage, nine points from Nyla Rose, 14 from OC, my MVP for the week, and 13 from Sammy Guevara. My total right now is 127. Wow. Okay, I'm going to double check mine really fast. Natasha's at 76. Damn. So she's catching up there as well. It's only week three, week four? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, okay. I'm at 185. Dang, yeah. I'm I'm on your tail, man. Yeah, you are. And I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up eventually. Things will get really interesting, especially come Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. Plus, we'll have predictions for both weeks of Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. So we'll have yeah 30 points on the line potentially. Yeah. Um. And that was AEW and Fantasy. Yeah. That was, that's great. Um. So what I want to bring up: random wrestling pop culture, like. Not who is who, but like just random old pop culture wrestling reference. Uh, yesterday, I actually watched um, politi- Politically Incorrect from like 1996 or something. And I hate Bill Maher. I-, I don't care for him as a person. He's just too smug. And his, especially on this episode, because it was a Politically Incorrect episode uh, where he interviewed, it's just a talk down, or talk show where he interviews people he interviewed uh roddy piper the sting medusa and uh crap what is his name the brain like bobby the brain yeah yeah so he he interviewed all those people he had them all on and he was kind of just like trying to shit on wrestling damn but roddy piper actually kind of like snapped on i think i know what you're talking about yeah snapped on bill maher and uh it was really 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 good Guess random, you know, wrestling pop culture thing. Yeah, it's on YouTube for free. So if any of the listeners out there want to watch it, is it's fun to see Bill Maher get absolutely shit on by a whole bunch of wrestlers. Yeah, R.I.P. Roddy and Sting. Yeah, R.I.P. Roddy. Sting is just so cool, calm, cool, and collected in it. Uh, Medusa's awesome. Yeah, Bobby the Brain is just hilarious. R.I.P. Bobby the Brain. Mm-hmm. But it was, it it's fun to see how wrestling, how wrestling is represented in media over the years especially in that time because um at that time you know wcw wwe were getting more higher ratings on monday night than you know monday night football so it was like the biggest thing in america and i feel like every other industry was fucking jealous yeah about it and just like pissed off Weird niche thing taking over yeah everyone was just pissed off it's like when punk started going crazy yeah but we're in the renaissance hopefully hopefully you know, uh, Medusa's a monster truck driver now. Oh, wow. I yeah. did not know that. Yep. Yeah, like, she... drives from Monster Jam and all that. Has her own truck called Medusa. Damn. Yeah. Really, badass. Yeah, that's really badass. Yeah. That's Sick. That's all I know about her. Yeah. Um, next segment. Big balls, big mm-hmm. question, whatever. Yeah. This week, I'll go first. Okay. Because I already proposed it. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know ahead of time this week. The Mount Rushmore of wrestling entrances. Yeah, and I, I, this is a hard question. It was. It took me a while. Mm-hmm. Because um, the what's so what's let, let's just break down what you think is important about wrestling or entrance music, and I'll say, I think entrance music has to within as soon as the music hits, you gotta know who it is coming out. There can't be any yeah, question. Like, what makes a great entrance in general? Mm-hmm. The entrance music. Yeah. The pace. The, like theatrics involved. Oh, you're doing just like the whole entrance. thing. Okay, yeah, I thought we were doing just straight. Entrance we can also music. do just straight entrance music. Now let's. My question will be entrance music. I'm down. All right. <laughs> yeah. Which one do you want to do first then? Let's do entrances first. All right. I'm thinking on it. So my, I'll do mine. So you have time to think. Uh huh. My in no specific order, except for the first one because it's kind of obviously the 
most recognizable entrance in wrestling history, so uh, Stone Cold. Okay, yeah. From the the glass shatter to the mm-hmm. iconic riff. Yeah. And uh, I I even went as far as to thinking of like the multiple entrances they've had over the year, uh-huh. over the years. Stone Cold's just always had bangers. Yeah. Getting thrown beers in his managerial days. Mm-hmm. The I loved the Disturbed Years in like the 2004 era or 2002-2003 era. Stone Cold mm-hmm. when he had Disturbed as his entrance music. Damn. Great times, real great times. My uh, number two mm-hmm. or second person is Edge. Okay, it's the entrance that made me fall in love with entrances. Yeah, no, uh, you think you know me? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's amazing. As soon as you hear that, you're like, yeah. oh my god. And Metalingus by Alter Bridge mm-hmm. became one of my favorite bands of all time. So that one just hits home. The uh, the fireworks when he throws his hands up. Yep, always gets me. And the song is truly a freaking banger. It's a super banger. Yeah. Number three, controversial. Mm-hmm. Triple H. Yeah, I, yeah, I think his music is amazing. Always been a sucker for a Triple H entrance. Yeah, they're always amazing. The water, the the rope thing. Mm-hmm. It's long. It's the only like long entrance I have because I do I do not have the Undertaker on this list. Wow. And then my number four is Jeff Hardy. Just always been a big Jeff Hardy entrance fan. Yeah, I do. I do love his music a lot. I love Jeff Hardy. You know, he's always doing the most. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I respect that list, but I am shocked that you left off the Undertaker. I just think they're too long. Nope. I disagree, and that's why he is going to be the first person on my list of Mount Rushmore of that's greatest fair, greatest wrestling entrances. Like, how could you leave him off? He, he's amazing. He you're, has, uh, you're taking, like, American Badass Undertaker coming out to Limp Bizkit. No. Damn. No, I'm not. I'm not taking that. I Even think that belongs on the Mount Rushmore. I think so. You know, coming out with a bike is pretty fucking sick. Yeah. But just the Undertaker, the lo- the bell, the lights going out, him, just the smoke, everything. It's, it is sick. It, it's sick. And the music is phenomenal. Have you ever Every- gotten to experience an Undertaker entrance live? No. Yeah, it's probably crazy. Yeah. Only once in my life have I. And it was, it was incredible. You're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. Um, so Undertaker obviously on that list. Uh, number two, I'm gonna say Eddie Guerrero, probably. Yeah. I think uh, I don't with know. The low rider. Yeah, coming yeah. out with the low rider, just super sick. That's fire. The music is amazing. I love. It. I like it's just, just Viva awesome. La raza. Yeah. Uh, and it's just maybe it's just like the nostalgia factor yeah but every time i see an eddie guerrero like an epic eddie guerrero entrance i'm just like yeah like it gets me hyped for the match even though i who i already know who's gonna win yeah um so he has to be on that list i'm gonna say triple h as well uh i i do like long entrances i think it definitely sets the mood for you know an amazing match and um yeah i mean you already talked about what was so great about Triple H but I mean I I feel like every kid you know they shoot a freaking basketball they pretend to be Kobe Bryant they uh, take a drink of water or whatever and spit it up in there and pretend to be Triple H yeah it's iconic yeah yeah, no, I used to come out of the shower all the time just trying. <laughs> I still do sometimes like he's like he Triple H is the man yeah Um, future president of the WWE maybe maybe hopefully I, th- I think he will be but for the last, I guess, person on my Mount Rushmore for greatest entrances, not just greatest entrance music, greatest entrances. Yeah, this is this is tough. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Maybe uh, like Macho Man and like Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. I mean, their music, it's from the fucking like 70s 80s but you know like as soon as you hear it, you're like okay okay yeah. I know what I'm gonna get and then whenever they come out in like floats and yeah. stuff just, On, like Wrestlemania's and stuff yeah, yeah just badass and I mean I gotta put a legend on there so you know Macho Man like rest in peace yeah bigger, bigger. the greatest greatest wrestling 
entrance music. Now that's a fun list, I think. Mm -hmm. The Mount Rushmore of entrance music. And, and I, I feel like it is a hard list, but I, I can go first. Yeah. This one might be controversial. We were talking about him earlier, how he's going to go on the run of his life. But I think Randy Orton uh, has some of the best entrance music, in You're my opinion. You're talking about, like, over his whole career? I'm talking about, like, his just one, no, just, like, one just entrance one song. Yeah. Okay. The I Hear Voices in My Head, that song is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Uh, and you know who it's, you know what's going to happen as soon as you hear that. Some crazy shit's about to go down. Yeah. So I really, really like Randy Orton's entrance music. It's been around for a long ass time too. Mm-hmm. Since and, like 2008. And it still freaking hits. Yeah. It still hits so hard. And like that's one of the rare. I mean, there's there's a few wrestling entrance songs that like I'll just bust out singing just in the middle of nowhere, and that's that's definitely one of them because it's catchy. It's really, really good. Um, I like his uh, older one better though. I have to re-listen to it because I haven't listened that's to it a since banger. fucking 2008. I, I missed think. that one. Uh, but I, I do like Randy Orton a lot, man. I, I feel like right. I could make, like, a top 20 list of awesome entrance music, though. Yeah, no, definitely. It's hard to... This is so hard. Yeah, it's hard to do just four. So these are just my four, four personal favorite wrestling entrance songs. Um, this is hard. You gotta put John Cena. Like, I think, as soon as you hear the... I can't even make that sound. It's such a great entrance song. And then the siren, yeah. And I, I was debating on putting him on greatest entrance ever because I mean the pace he just comes out, sticks his hand up, you know. He's, Does the salute? Yeah. Then dips. Just awesome. The crowd, I think, in his later career, makes it a lot better too. Johnson on songs. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, and I mean they only do that to the best. Yeah, him and Kurt Angle. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Cena, you know, some of my favorite music. Um, I, I, I just was debating on saying Kurt Angle because, I mean, when you brought that up, like, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. a great, great fucking song. But, um, we have to put Edge over Kurt Angle. And then, with arguably the greatest wrestling song. Wrestling entrance song ever, uh, Hulk Hogan. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Living in America. Like it's, yeah. it's fucking amazing. It is. It is a goat. Yeah. I, I, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. But that entrance music was a banger. No, it's not fuck Hulk Hogan. It's fuck... Um, Terry Bollea. Yeah, it's fuck Terry Bollea. Yeah. His shoot name, but his in kayfabe, Hulk Hogan is an absolute animal, and I would not want to mess with him. Yeah, even shit. now. So my top four or Mount Rushmore of wrestling entrance music. Mm -hmm. Mine's gonna be obscure, I think. Okay. Um. My. Oh man. I'm struggling now. While you're thinking, honorable mention that didn't make the list, but. We'll probably go down as one of the best ever. Uh, Judas. Judas is great. <laughs> yeah. Too recent, though. Yeah, too recent. Um, but speaking of that, I'm just going to put this one, because it, it's one I know I want to say, uh -huh. but I didn't want to put it first, but I'm going to now since you mentioned Chris Jericho. But uh, him and Big Show's tag team entrance music from, mm -hmm. like, 2010 or whatever. Yeah. Banger. Yeah, and that that Chris Jericho, like, just both of those entrance musics on their own, are right. yeah, we'll like just fucking crazy, crazy, fucking crazy, crazy mashup. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention. I was fighting between. I don't want to put them both on there, but uh, the mashup of Edge and Orton's music that they used for Rated RKO. Yeah. Fucking Chef's Kiss, beautiful. Yeah, I wish they still did mashup for tag teams because yeah, it, just, it, was so it was great stuff. It was, yeah, it was great stuff. I can't think of any other ones who had them, but mm -hmm. those two stick out in my head. Uh, underrated one that I'm going to use for my second spot is Kane's entrance music from like 2006 to 2009-ish. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Slow Chemical by Finger Eleven. Is I just remember the song name for no reason. <laughs> but very, banger of an entrance song. Very obscure. Yeah. 
Uh, and my fourth one. It's like arguably Kane's worst years of his career. <laughs> yeah, I loved that entrance <laughs> song when I was that age, though. 2006 to 2009. <laughs> I love that shit. It's like when everyone started realizing, wait, his face isn't actually burnt. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he took the mask off and he had that theme, I was on board. Wrong time. My number four should be the one I, I said first. I'm going to commit to it now. I think it's, uh, since you put Hulk Hogan in your mm-hmm. fourth, I'm going to put Ric Flair in my fourth. Yeah. That's yeah. That's actually a great, great, great pick. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Iconic. Yeah. Literally iconic. I don't know if it's better than Hulky Hogan's, but... Yeah. I was I was also debating on putting uh, Bret Hart on the list, too. Yeah, if only I didn't hate Bret Hart so I'm gonna... Uh, my honorable mention is uh, gonna be uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Only other person that's seeing his own theme, him and John Cena. And Jeff Hardy and TNA sometimes. Yeah, that completely slip, cro- or slipped my mind. Freaking Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think I'm cool. Honestly, I might put Shawn Michaels on my all-time list over Jeff Hardy, entrance-wise. It's great yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 I might have to. It's just too hard to only pick so four, much good man. Stuff, yeah. Only four. But now for our final segment that we can finally do. We mm-hmm. teased it last week. Mm-hmm. Our Impact Review, which yes. I am super hype on. Yes. And, I don't know, I love old Impact. It is awful and great and... Mm-hmm. Everything in between. Um, because what where we start watching when Impact made their TV debut, I guess, was at a weird time for the company where they were doing pay per views every Wednesday, and I think Impact was on like Tuesday. I think it was on Friday. Okay, so it was on Friday, and they would basically tease what it was. It's almost it's almost like Impact was their dark. Yeah. For, like, the first two months mm-hmm. of Impact being a thing. Yeah, now that's actually a great, great way to put it. Because when I first started watching it, the episode we started on, the June 4th, 2004 episode yeah. uh, of, you know, Impact, I was confused because when I started watching it, it was like all these wrestlers were already established. Yeah, they'd been running pay per views from 2002 is mm-hmm. when. Uh, TNA, not TNA. I think they were TNA at that point. Bought NWA. Okay. And started doing weekly pay-per-view things mm-hmm. in 2002. And then in 2004, they started doing Impact. Okay. So I, I can help fill in any holes, hopefully, Yeah. that you might have. Well, I mean, uh, I, I think you saying it, or I, I think you saying that Impact was their dark is actually like a great, great comparison because that's that's kind of how it felt. But the matches were still really good. They're not bad, and they it gets a lot better mm-hmm. once they hit that. Okay, we're not doing weekly interviews yeah. because then it's like okay, we're building towards like an actual yeah. interview at the end of every month instead of one every freaking week where the title's gonna be online. And you can tell that. In at least the first episode, they're still kind of feeling out the octagon because that's yeah. what they're wrestling in is an octagon. So like, yeah. they're trying to position themselves to get whipped into the right like, angles. Yeah, and they don't have the octagon on Wednesday nights, but they have them on Impact. Yeah, which, which is weird. Yeah, um, but it's it's a fun wrestling show. The match are the so the first episode, the June fourth, two thousand four episode of. Impact started with Team Canada versus Team International, yeah. which consisted of a guy who was born in Brooklyn, who I guess is like of Puerto Rican descent. Which one is this? Because I don't know. You're, Amazing Red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he Amazing was. Amazing Red's awesome. He was the part of the international team because he was Puerto Rican. Uh, they had some guy from like India. Sanjay Dutt. Yeah. Who is awesome. He yeah, should be he, in the WWE for he, a little bit. He was snapping, and then... Currently works for the WWE as a producer. He might have been furloughed, though. I'm trying to think Shout of who else. What other... Uh, it was Hector Garza was the last one. Okay, and where was he supposed to be represented? I think he's from Mexico, but he didn't want to be on Team Mexico because they were full. Oh, damn. Or something like that. So he's Team International? Yeah. Yeah, it just... The Team International won, though, which I was yeah. surprised Hector Garza by. gets the pin. Hector Garza is the uncle of... Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza mm-hmm. on Raw. Yep. Which is really crazy. Really interesting, yeah. Yes. 
It's it's so weird watching wrestling from like 2004. Yeah, it's so different now. Especially uh, Amazing Red's 22 in this match. Yeah. And he goes on to be ROH World Champ, a mm-hmm. whole bunch of crazy stuff. He's yeah. like... Yeah, no, he looked like so freaking young in yeah. it. Sasha Banks is a huge Amazing Red fan. And then uh, Sanjay Dutt's really awesome. He He's in TNA for a long time. Has a few small stints in WWE, if I remember right. I think the first match that pops up for the Amazing Red when you... Google him is uh or like the first picture is him versus Will Ospreay. Damn. In 2019. That match is probably insane. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh, Team Canada is made up of Petey Williams, the mm-hmm. inventor of the Canadian Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Eric Young, who goes on to do some awesome stuff later. Uh huh. And Bobby Roode, who is now Robert Roode on, in WWE. Yeah. No, you can. It, it, it definitely is weird because all these people are at like the very beginning of their career. Like super early. I yeah. think Eric Young and Robert Roode are only in their early 20s as well. And they're mm-hmm. in like late 30s now. But they kind of snapped on that on that match. They really did. It they're was, all awesome. It, it was a good match. I like how they have the timer up in the corner because like each match only had 10 minutes of yeah. TV time and or whatever. Yeah, they do a judge's decision and they always have a judge. I kind of like that. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge every week. Doesn't I don't think it changes every week, but it's like different. I haven't seen any it uh, go to judge. The f- uh, it doesn't happen for a while. Dang, but when it happens, is it awesome? Kinda, but it's usually either uh, Gerald Briscoe or Dusty Rhodes or. Oh. Uh-huh. I think uh, the episode I was just watching, it was Dusty again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, your boy Vince Russo's out there. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, but I'm excited to see. Where, like, I'm excited to, like, get to the, the better stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. After that was, like, a, a flashback thing that I thought was really funny, so I included yeah. it. It was uh, Toby Keith <laughs> Impact mm-hmm. or on TNA uh, hitting freaking Jeff Jarrett with a guitar and throwing him out of a Royal Rum- or a Rumble. Yeah, no, I thought that was too funny. Jeff Jarrett, the owner yeah. of Impact. The just a super obscure wrestling cameo. Yeah. Or pop culture cameo in wrestling, Toby mm-hmm. Keith. Those are always the best, man. Yeah. Obscure wrestling, <laughs> pop culture stuff. Yeah. And uh, the next match, um, really excited to watch the Abyss stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't, you didn't know who Abyss was. Yeah. He seems awesome. It he was is a, awesome. It was Abyss versus Shark Boy, who yeah. I also am excited to watch a lot of matches. Yeah. Of. So excited for Shark Boy. Mm-hmm. Shark Boy just a stone cold shark. Yeah, but Abyss freaking you know absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. His finisher is pretty sick. The black hole slam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, uh, I think Abyss has some of the best entrance music of all time. Yeah, nah, he, yeah, nah, his entrance was actually, actually, actually really, really fucking sick. Yeah, I can't wait for, uh, we're gonna have to watch some of the pay-per-views every now and then and do a review, because there's, uh, some crazy matches I remember. Uh, one's, uh, like, six-person, like, extreme rules match, basically. Oh my with, god. With, like, Sabu, Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam. And Abyss and some like two other people I can't really remember uh-huh. that well because it was so long ago. Damn, I'm, I'm excited to to watch certain things. Yeah, I was kind of confused with the, uh, I don't know if it was the next match or the main event, but it was like this dude versus this dude versus like another. That was the main event. Yeah. Yeah. What like what were the rules of that match? It was like so two. It was like a, I wouldn't I don't know what to call it. I'll try to explain it the best I can, but two people are in the ring, and they have a match, but there was, I think there was three other people on the outside of the ring uh-huh. that you could tag in, and then, like, you'd get to rest while they competed, okay. but you had to be legal in the match to make the pin. Okay. So it was like a tornado tag kind of? Kind of thing, yeah. Okay, yeah. Really I, weird. I was just confused with how they typed it out, because it was like, blah versus blah versus... Yeah, weird match. Yeah. Uh, next match. That put Bobby Roode twice. God damn it. It was Dallas and. Was uh, yeah. I put Bobby Roode twice, but that's not uh, his name. James Storm and I forget the other dude's name, but the NWA versus uh or America's Most Wanted. Uh huh. Versus Kid Cash and Dallas. Yeah. Who is Lance Archer? Who's Lance freaking Archer? Yeah, he doesn't even look like him little, at all. Little baby Lance Archer. He he still has long hair, but that's about it. Yeah. He's unrecognizable. He looked more like uh, uh, Luchasaurus without his mask. He really kind of did. Yeah. 
made yeah. me realize I want a Luchasaurus versus uh, Lance Archer match. Yeah, it took me until seeing his little tramp stamp tattoo to notice it was actually him. Yeah. And then I had to Google it. I was like, there's no fucking way that's Lance Archer. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. It freaking was. Yeah. Super fire. Epic. Yeah. Uh, but the that, that was a crazy match because uh, uh, Bo and Dallas actually lost. Yeah. yeah America's they, Most Wanted beat them for the titles. Mm-hmm. Which was the first title match on it. Yeah. Uh, one notable thing, Lance Archer still uses the blackout, or yeah. still was using it way back then. Called it the blackout and everything. Mm-hmm. Super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dusty Rhodes cut a promo. I don't really remember what he said. Yeah, it, was it wasn't Dusty that. Dusty Rhodes promo. Yeah. And then the main event, like we talked about, really weird match, but mm. introduces you to the X Division for the first time, yeah. which is the best thing TNA ever did mm-hmm. or will do. Uh, I can't wait for you to watch an Ultimate X match, which is, uh, there's a huge, like, it's like a ladder match almost, but okay. you can't use a ladder. It's uh, like, there's like support beams that support uh, four bungee cord rope things, and there's an X in the middle of the ring, and you have to like navigate to fight five other people to get to the X. Yeah, that, uh, I feel like you just did a horrible job of explaining it. It's hard to explain, yeah, it, but it's sick. It sounds amazing. Yeah, Ultimate X matches are gonna be awesome. That's yeah. why we have to watch some pay-per-views. Yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. treats like that. Because, um, who that? I think they had Primetime in the main event. Yeah, uh, Primetime, AJ Styles, Chris mm-hmm. Sabin, and I forgot the last guy. But freaking Primetime, he was going so crazy. Primetime's awesome. Yeah, he was Hitting like... that freaking, uh, that hurricane runner like walking on the ropes yeah yeah so, nah, so. he was walking on the ropes so much and i was like let's go yeah the last dude's name keeps slipping my mind but uh-huh. he is uh sean michael's cousin okay yeah i remember that about him but i don't remember his name huh uh but aj styles wins that match yep yeah first and time you get to see chris saban chris saban's fucking awesome yeah no nah, he was snapping too yeah uh, i think aj styles gets a title shot now yeah or something or he will get one on the... At the pay-per-view. That happens before the next yeah. impact. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He wins it. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's, uh, he's, he was a two-time X Division champ, and then he moved on to fight for the world title. But now uh-huh. that they have impact back, they're pushing the X Division again, so he went back down. Mm-hmm. And they want to put the title on him, on him immediately, so he wins. Sick. Yeah. He Super deserves sick. it. Uh, but I can't wait for Chris Saban to become what Chris Saban becomes. Yeah. Kind of crazy how uh, this podcast really just went full circle. We started talking about AJ Styles. <laughs> wow. And, like, it was the main event in the last segment. Yeah, we're going to be talking about AJ Styles a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, we will be. We won't talk about the stuff going on now. We'll just focus on the past. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do these segments. Hopefully. We don't have to talk about them too much in any other segments. Yeah, I hope not. But that was the and that was the end of the first episode of Impact. What was your opinion like as a whole? Um, it, it definitely felt like the first episode of something. Uh, it didn't feel polished, but yeah. the wrestling was sick. The octagon is sick, and uh, I mean, there's nothing like a early two thousands wrestling crowd. Yeah, like, it gets better and better. I, I mean, it was it definitely wasn't bad. The crowd gets bad sometimes. I I'd give the first episode like. Six and a half out of ten, seven out of ten. Wow! I think it was it, it was a good episode. It was a it lot was, of fun. It was alright. It was fun because it's mm-hmm. like new. Yeah, it's like new, but also like nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird seeing, and I mean I've only seen the first episode, but I know there's gonna be a whole bunch. Of, I know Bobby Lashley comes and wrestles. Yeah. Form eventually. You said MVP does. MVP. Jeff Hardy is like within weeks you'll see him, or yeah. like within episodes you'll see him. Yeah. Uh, really awesome guy called uh, Primate, not Primate. What's he called? The Alpha Male, Monty Brown. That's what he's called. Okay. I don't know. Why I call him Primate, but he's a uh, he goes to WWE. He's Marcus Corvon in WWE for a while. But he used to play on the uh, the Patriots and the Bills. Oh shit! I think he has at a chip the same with time. The Patriots? Nah, oh. that'd be crazy. <laughs> but he's he's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's... We got a lot of wrestling yeah. to. We haven't watch. even seen Christopher Daniels yet. Yeah. Samoa Joe but he was, is still yet to come. I think Christopher Daniels is the current champ or something. Is what they were saying. Maybe. Get to see Curry Man. Get to see all that yeah, stuff. I can't wait for Curry Man. They kind of Shark Boy to snap. They kind of teased uh, 
curry man coming back on uh, BTE. Fuck. Yeah, because he was just like, I love Chinese food. I love <laughs> Chinese food so much. I love Christopher Daniels. Yeah, no, he's awesome. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, I hope AEW is continues to be the better impact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like they're taking a whole bunch of ideas from all previous wrestling companies and then kind of making them work. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I might start watching Impact every week. The new stuff, too. Yeah. I hear it's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll see next week, I guess. After, or we'll see on Thursday, not even next week. Two yeah. days. Yeah, two days. Tomorrow, tonight's Dark, tomorrow's Dynamite. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Follow, until then, mm-hmm. follow us on SoundCloud at Big Balls R. Yep. Find us on Apple iTunes Podcasts at mm-hmm. Big Balls R. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Big Balls R. Yep. You can follow us separately on Twitter for mm-hmm. some uh, extra content, whatever. Uh, yeah, at uh, Bailey Frandisco. And at the Dwight De Niro. Yep. And uh, we'll see you guys Thursday after a great episode of Dynamite. And Dark. And Dark.